Welcome to the SCP's new podcast, The Best is Rod Little, Better Than the Rest. Welcome, Rod. <laughs> thanks, thanks, uh, Will. And, <laughs> Thank you. And you're an animal lover, and it's Christmas, so we've got Rudolph here. And I, you it's know, not Rudolph. It's not a reindeer, and it's got mange. Well, if you down here, you see. It's, well, actually, what it's, have you done to it? <laughs> well, one of the boys actually decapitated it, and I glued its head back on. That's true. And it's but, it's thrown, Yes, it's, I mean, if you're uncomfortable with it, I can remove it. Well, not actually uncomfortable. No, it, it's, I mean, it's just. Is it's, he all right? Yeah, yeah, it's very festive, mate. All right, we'll do that. Now, the uh, this interview is about an, uh, uh, a piece you had in the Christmas edition of the uh, the Spectator, uh, and I think it has two titles. One of which is "Good Riddance to Neoliberalism." Yeah. Uh, the other, I think, is just something about populism. But you, it's a brilliant piece, and you s- scan the whole thing. Um, and you talk about the ideological origins of this thing we call populism, yeah, and the difficulty many liberals have with it, and particularly yes, you know yes, in the BBC, yes. they you say you know what the hell is going? They don't seem to understand what is going on. No, no, indeed. Well, I mean, it was it was uh, provoked by listening to the BBC in a debate where they'd suddenly come to this conclusion. Hang on a minute, an awful lot of people are winning elections who are called populist. What's all that about? Mm. They're 20 years too late. Mm. I mean, it started 20 years ago. Uh, and in order to work out <laughs> what, this, what this weird thing, populism, is, um, they interviewed two uh, Marxists. Right. <laughs> yes, yeah, as, 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 as you do. As you do. Yeah. Uh, they didn't decide to interview Geert Wilders Which they might or, have done. or Maloney. Do you think or, he'd have turned them down? If he, he would, Geert would... would would he'd turn up here, mate? You know, he probably would. He, he, he probably would. would. Yeah. Um, and and uh, obviously, they don't get it. They don't get it for a very good reason, which is that the real ideological root of 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 what they call populism, but what is quite often called social democ- democracy, mm. social democrats, mm. uh, is a loathing of them. It <laughs> is, yeah. It's no, just they... a, a complete blanket dislike yeah. of what. Institutions such as the BBC, with its patrician uh, uh, middle class background, stand for. They, they yeah. don't like that. They don't get it. They we've seen so much of this. I mean, you know, you saw it in twenty sixteen with Brexit and everything else. Yeah. But they never. They not only don't really understand it. It's like what what what's happening? Why is this happening? Well, and they also get it. They also get it totally wrong. So so this it takes a long time to change a paradigm, and for the last. From from you know 1980 to um, maybe even the 1970s to to 2000, we had this kind of what some people would call a neoliberal paradigm or a liberal paradigm or a or a middle class leftish paradigm. Mm. Uh, I know a, a lot of people who read the Spectator object to the use of the word liberal or neoliberal because they think it means Thatcher. It, it kind of does it's, in a way. It sort of does. There are bits yeah, of it that it do. Does, yeah. But but that's not the one. So. So it, it's taken a long time for this to take hold, and it takes a long time to change it. And you can tell when an ideology is at the end of its tether, when it's about to go and devour itself, which is when it starts overreaching in an absurdist manner. Mm. Now, I would argue that the invasion of Iraq was the start of that uh, mm. kind of overreach, this liberal evangelism, but also the absurdities of the current uh, uh, debate over gender and sex. Uh, it, it's just so ludicrous. It it is overreach and it has no purchase with the vast majority of people. It, it in the doesn't. Country. And they they so David Goodhart talked a lot about um, 
liberal overreach or social and economic overreach at the same time. Yeah. And now, you know, Louise Perry's brought out a brilliant book on sexual politics. Yeah. And it's sexual yeah. uh, liberalism it's sexual, as well. But it's also about race. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mentioned in that piece that, you know, I, I think I was the first person in Teesside to join Rock Against Racism in 1975-6. Mm. Mm. Um, and, you know, I've, I've always found the idea of racism vile. Well, well not merely vile, but also illogical and mm. cruel. Mm. Um, but what I campaigned against was people judging someone by the colour of their skin, mm. an individual by the colour of their skin. Mm. What I didn't sign up to was saying that I'm a white oppressor who should apologise for his existence. It's gone and mad. It's yeah. gone mad. Yeah. So yeah. so it's it's all a kind of overreach. And the other thing, so they don't get that, but the other thing they don't get is that this has been coming for a long time. Mm. And it, it began at the, around about 2003, maybe 2002, uh, in Europe, uh, when suddenly groups such as Vlaams Bloc, as it was called then, which was yeah. Belgian nationalist, and then Pim Fortein. Who got in, shot. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Pim Fortein won mm. in the Netherlands. Mm. Um, and uh, Marie Le Pen suddenly started looking as if she was a credible candidate for the mm. leadership of France. And uh, it so, goes- so, so, hang on, this... This whole this was all a reaction to to liberalism. It's not a reaction to black people. It's no, no. not a reaction to transgender people. Mm. It's a reaction to the ideology yeah. which has held us uh, captive for you know twenty five thirty. But years. I think yeah, there's so many different strands in this because you you mentioned Le Pen or or even Pimfortain. There's a nationalist streak to this, which is a reaction to all these. There's a pro state streak to it. A, a nation it, state, a nation yeah. state streak to it. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It, you know, we don't want to invade Poland. No, 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 no. Especially not with the government. Of Poland's got no, but funnily enough, but no. Just get, get to get back to what what you said before. We don't want to invade Poland, but some people do want to invade Iraq and did want to invade Afghanistan. Yeah, it's the liberals who. Yeah, want the to liberals wanted it, and and you've you've talked, you've written about this many times. This idea of of um, of of perfection. They're, they're, they they think they're on the right side of history, uh, and they will get there. It's Fukuyama. And, they yeah, they they, yeah. they think there is no more debate to be had. They don't even think it's political. The BBC, mm. we accuse it of having a left wing bias. They they really cannot comprehend that. They think it's merely civility. No, it's liberal. I don't think they they're very think left. It's civility and yeah, and, decency, and decency. Yeah. Whereas it's actually political. But to go back to that, the start of it, to, to give you an idea of how well. The BBC was capable of understanding it then. Um, so all these parties spring up, Van Vlaams Block, Pim Fortein, mm. Front National, Jobbik, uh, Jobbik um, uh, spring up all over Europe. Mm. And the BBC's European correspondent, Ag Angus Roxburgh, mm. decides it's a good idea to write a book about these people. Mm. <laughs> what does yes. he call it? Yeah, I don't know. Preachers of hate. Yeah, preachers of hate. <laughs> so, yeah. so you, yeah. you've got it immediately. Yeah, yeah, no. And, and it's not loaded with his own values. <laughs> no, not yeah. at all. Yeah. And so for 20 years, there's been a gradual march towards what the BBC and what's, what left-wing commentators call populism, what they sometimes call alt-right, what they sometimes call far-right, but which is often a social democratic party, mm. like ours. It could be easily, yeah. It could yeah, easily yeah, be ours, yeah, yeah. as it is in Denmark, yeah, yeah. as it is in Slovakia. Or, or, or Portugal, or Portugal, where the SPD is in. Yeah, and, or and Slovakia, yeah, yeah. which, 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 but which that's, was October. But, but it, it, they, it's been a... 
it doesn't happen overnight and mm. and so you do get the left saying things like oh populism's in retreat <laughs> when when the lefties win a as they did a, a council seat when they win a, a council, council seat, council uh, but it's not yeah. over yeah. the great picture of the last twenty years has been the annihilation mm. of neoliberalism mm. in virtually even Switzerland mm. bloody Switzerland mm. even the Swiss are getting RC. Any, any, only any, us, any only government, us. yeah. Britain's Britain's out of out of sync with this to some extent, but it was out of sync in the thirties with fascism. Because we have a, it's, it, yeah, it, but it's partly because we have a, um, a an electoral system which doesn't reflect the will of the people. That's true. I mean, we're going into a general election year, and hmm. I would say that sixty percent of the population is disenfranchised. They don't want either the Labour Party or the Conservative Party to win. That's you true. Know, they, uh, they are. They, they. They. The job of this party is to give as many people as possible a chance to vote for us, and we will, you know, hopefully have a hundred, hundred and twenty candidates. It's not as many as we'd like, but it's a, it's a start. Um, I just want to pick up on some of the strands, though, because they are. It's as you say. You might say it's nation state. Some people might say it's patriotic or, or nationalistic, or yeah. whatever. But a, a lot of it. You see, I think the economic strands go earlier. This is, I think it goes back to not being um, overly dramatic, but I think it goes, in this country, goes back to Orgreave. That's when you get a pivotal yeah, you do. moment yeah, 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 yeah. where the national, the national coal board, the national way of doing, that was being completely destroyed. And I think a lot of the inheritance of what Mrs. Thatcher did, she didn't herself understand what she'd unleashed, actually. But it became, at that point, it became what, what happened was decided by people elsewhere. Quite often, supranational institutions yeah. could be the WTO, could be elsewhere. Uh, I, I, I don't agree that the that the economics uh, that, that everything is downstream of the economics, but undoubtedly, uh, undoubtedly, the economics is in there. Um, and you know, I, I tie together the various things which, mm. I, you know, campaigning in twenty nineteen. Well, not campaigning actually, working as a journalist in twenty nineteen uh, at the Corbyn Johnson election. Um, it was interesting to see the utter revulsion that the Red Wall voters had for Corbyn's uh, anti-patriotism yeah. and so on. Yeah. At the same time, it was interesting to see <laughs> the, the, the quite considerable enthusiasm they had for John McDonnell's tax policies. Or his, his and, nas- and for the nationalisation, na- yeah, in which we're fully so, behind. So, yeah. so that is the other thing which the left, which which the liberals don't get. That actually it is quite a left wing. Yeah, no, I, I, issue as well. I, I, I think that's true. But I think the to get the, I think and, all, and, all I'm saying, I'm not saying, I'm not yeah, saying, okay, okay, I'm well, not well, saying it's the economics are more important or less important. I'm just saying it happened first, and I, which I think it did. Well, I, no, it did. It, did no, it, no, no, it didn't. Why? No, it didn't. Why? Because it just didn't. Because in the early 1980s, you had. Uh, the Commission for Racial Equality insisting that Chinese people should be called black. You know that is you, so. That these, goes back these, to the 70s, in and Haringa. it goes back to the yeah. 70s. And yeah. and so so the cultural stuff, everything tends to f- come from the cultural stuff, and, and politics comes downstream from that. But mm. but though there is a case for saying that, as I said in a book, uh, uh, Selfish Whining Monkeys, that mm. that it's the confluence of two what again, the left would think were antithetical uh, 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 philosophical schools of thought. Firstly, the the Frankfurt School of the 60s, mm. the, the, the post-Marxists, mm. Habermas and, and Adorno You've and all, all that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also 
even though they came out in the 60s, it wasn't really adopted until the 80s, mm. uh, 70s, 80s, which was the uh, Chicago School of Economics. That's the new right, as, which is as the I'd new call right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so you have those two things, and they were both about the individual and not about society. That's the I-we balance that we talk yeah, about a lot, that's which right. is completely yeah. and utterly out of kilter now. But yeah. on the economics, this is the thing, you see, I think a lot of, uh, and I think I'm right in this, I think a lot of, say, if you take 2016 Brexit voters, and I agree that Brexit was a proxy for some things. I mean, it was a, in some ways it was a proxy vote for immigration. Im- immigration and sovereignty were about equal in terms of the, the the vote, I think. But a lot of people were a lot of people were voting on the conditions that they uh, face every day, and I think that's that's economics. Also, I think, yeah, but they I, were also voting. Uh, against an establishment. Yeah. And th- this is the thing which has characterised yeah. all of these votes, yeah. that it is, we do not like you. Yeah, we and we have a chance like to have you. a pop. We, yeah. yeah, we yeah. don't like you. You don't represent what we stand for. We want something else. Yeah. And that's, so Brexit was a fuck you, basically. It was. But if you, if you, but if, you know, and I think you're spot on in terms of your diagnosis that the, what Matt Goodwin calls the new elite, don't get it, still don't get it. doesn't yeah. matter how many books they read. They don't understand don't what understand. they're talking about. But I, my thing, uh, and I'm on your side totally on all the cultural stuff. But I think what they what they ought to get just on the on the just to pay attention at all is the basics. Like in the 60s and 70s, four on 40, you could raise a, a family of four on yeah, 40 right. hours of yeah, industrial yeah, no, wage. No, no, that's you take all right. that away, that's and you close right. down the factories. And I always say, I always say, if you want to understand Trumpism or populism in, yeah. in post in 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 the Rust Belt. Yeah. Just get the get the train from Penn Station in New York to to Philadelphia, and you'll see the industrial devastation. Or to Albany, totally, um, and you'll uh, see it in front of you. And yeah, uh, yes, no, there is that, and there's also, you know, the greater divide between rich and poor, mm. which Ferdinand Maud's written about. I mean, yeah. the, the 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 very good stuff on the fact that chief executives, by and large, in uh, 1965, were earning, I think it was something like 15 times. What the shop floor worker was earning. Yeah. Now it's two hundred. Yeah, and it's obscene. Yeah, and, and, the, it's obscene. A, and that that's the that and, but but it's not don't don't mistake it. I'm not no, it, I'm, it, I think really these are different don't. strands. It's not, no, they are different strands. Yeah, yeah. And they're all linked together uh, by the fact that all of this iniquity is is occasioned by what I'm calling neoliberalism and I'll leave people to I think that's fine that, to call it that. Yeah, sure. A lot of people don't know. Yeah. Um but 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 there's a lot in there, and some of it is the I versus we stuff, and mm. uh, the 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 lack of uh, the, the atomization in society, the alienation in society, the anime, mm. uh, as as um, uh, uh, I've forgotten his name now. Um, What's he look like? Uh, he's French, mate, isn't he? Who fucking Frenchman? Welbeck. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, end of the eighteen hundreds. Uh, oh, you go. Forgotten his going name. Further back. Forgotten yeah. his name. Yeah. Uh, but but it, it's it's it's. So it's a lack of communitarianism. Hmm. It's people having their communities torn apart, partly by economics. Paul Valerie. Yeah, no, it's not him. It, anyway, it's, 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 the first yeah. ever sociological study, actually. Right. Uh, the father of sociology. I know who you mean. Yeah. Anyway, well. It's it's communities being torn apart partly by economics, but partly also by the fact of which is also a function of economics. I would agree, of of incomers who change the the nature of that society. Yes. So so yes. it's it's that it's the it's the demotion of the nation state and the the seeming wish by this elite that it can be done away with that it has no 
that it has no use anymore, is, is a devoid of purpose, mm. and that we're better off with supranational organisations such yeah. as the European Union, the United Nations, God forbid, yeah. uh, the World Health Organisation. Which other organisation would put the chair of a, of a human rights committee to the to Saudis. Iran. Iran, or Iran. Iran. It was yeah, Iran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, in, yeah. in charge of uh, the, the Human Rights Forum for the United Nations, Iran. And we, we know the United Nations is, is this really weird agglomeration of, of uh, Western post-Marxist liberals, mm. uh, greedy third-worlders on the make. Yes. Uh, and... Yeah. And everyone who hates Israel. Have you ever seen the data on, on parking tickets in New York, you, on CD plates? You know, the, you, the, if you're a diplomat, you don't have to pay yeah, a parking yeah, sure. fine. And of course, it, yeah, it tells you something about the cultures. No, I, I, yeah. so, so uh, there is a resistance to that. There's a resistance as well, and this is also part of populism, to the retreat of religion. Yes. Uh, and, yes. and the downplaying of religious faith. Yes. Uh, and the notion, therefore, mm. that every religious faith is somehow equal within whatever society it's in. Mm. So if we talk today, well, Britain's a Christian country. No, mm. it isn't. Mm. It's multicultural. It's multi-faith. Mm. Well, yes, there are different faiths here, but it's still a Christian country. It's more you know. Christian than people realise. It's more, even though well, that people have stopped going to church. It, yeah, the, it's the, rooted in everything totally. we do. Yeah, and, uh, and, and it's the greatest irony that the what people call wokeism or uh, progressivism out of control its origins it's 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 basically christianity without the redemption yeah they don't realize right. yeah. that yeah but, uh, but so you remove religion you remove the sense of community and various other not necessarily political developments have hastened that you know mm. the fact that we're far more transient today we move from job to job from town mm. to town um we have less contact with our neighbours. Less rooted, yeah. Less yeah, rooted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And all that kind of stuff. And globalisation, of course. Mm. Um, and the exploitation of immigrant labour. Mm. Uh, you know, that was one of the reasons, one of the main reasons I voted for Brexit. Uh, and I did so, you know, it was a close call for me. But it was the, uh, the pure exploitation of immigrant labour. It wasn't, yeah, wasn't that close call for me. Was <laughs> it not? No, no I mean, no. it's funny, actually, because people, people accuse you in the pub of saying, you know, you're, you're uh, ideological or whatever. And, no, in the 80s, in the, in the SDP of the 80s, that I was a member of, active member and campaigner for, very keen on what was called the common market then. But a, a book, uh, Peter Shaw's uh, Separate Ways book, convinced me that I was wrong, and I read it. And, yeah, uh, Peter and was, a, was a great man. He worked in the uh, office directly opposite mine, yeah. in the Shadow Cabinet Corridor, 83 to 87, and he was an absolutely charming bloke, yeah. and was once described to me by David Hill, who was Roy Hattersley's uh, uh, researcher at the time, as being the most right-wing man in the House of Commons. And that, of course, was yeah. David, who's a, who's a, who is part a liberal, Mm. Uh, a lovely bloke, as it happens. Uh, misreading. Well, he doesn't. I mean, actually, Shaw's, Shaw's economics was pretty Benite, actually, yes, if you yeah. actually look at Shaw it. Shaw was always Tribune thought of, group. Yeah. Shaw, because of his economics, was always thought of as being on the not quite far left, yeah, not quite yeah. Benite, but certainly yeah. left of Tribune group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, anyway, so all this stuff comes together, and it's happened across Europe, it's happened in Asia, it's happened in America. Mm. And, you, you know. Uh, to 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 categorise these countries as being populist, that that in some way these are politicians simply uh, exploiting uh, public disquiet in order to 
to, uh, to to send a shock to the to the establishment. Well, they do want to send a shock to the establishment. They want the establishment pulled down, basically. But well, they, uh, but, they, but they are they are very often. So, and this is why I'm in the party. They are mm. social democrats. Mm. And you look at now. I always mispronounce his name. I pronounce his name as if he's Italian. Uh, Robert Fico. Yes. Uh, I think it's probably something like Robert Fitsk. Yes, it probably is. Uh, yeah. uh, in Slovakia. Mm. Who is a redistributive yeah. socialist. Yeah, yeah. But he also says, none of this transgender stuff, mate. Not having any of that. that not, having, not having gay pride marches. Not having that Yeah, he doesn't either. want that. No, doesn't want that. that that's doesn't what, want any more uh, Muslim immigration into mm. his country. I think there are three Muslims in Slovakia. <laughs> and they probably right. hide in yeah. Bratislava. Places, they probably but, do. Yeah. Um, so, and, and in Denmark, the Social Democrats have suddenly. Well, the Denmark's, the Denmark's Social Democrats are sister party. There are in power because they have done the cultural turn. Yeah. So they have they keep yeah. the economics and yeah. they've done the cultural that's turn, right. and that's why that's, right. that's the winning numbers. That's and, right. they, and the intelligent people know that that's the winning numbers. But the, the list of things that and I, by by the same process, incidentally, yeah. the Front National is kind of coming at it from the opposite direction. There having been, and I think fair enough under um, uh, Monsieur Le Pen yes. was a fascist he was a fascist yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not anymore it's no, now no. redistributive yeah uh, well I don't this is one of the things that there are a long list of things I wish people would grasp uh, you know I, I, I'm not going to hold my breath with the BBC's uh, new elite because I don't think they understand it at all but um, understanding the fundamentally unpatriotic nature of new right, neoliberal economics is, is basic. I mean, just look around. How, how on earth? It, our, what what old-fashioned politicians like uh, Shaw and like George Brown and like uh, Owen. Wilson and Owen, uh, David Owen, would say... Talk Ernest Bevin. Ernie Bevin would talk about critical national assets. Yes. And I'm, I don't often get angry, but, I, but I, when, I see, when I see our critical national assets chopped up and sold off uh, to yeah. foreign entities, usually large banks, and I see dividends uh, yeah. siphoned off abroad. Of course, it makes me angry, and and I and I I would I, a lot of the politics of the people that profess to be pro nation state just cannot be if they like that sort of thing. No, it's no, mad. indeed, indeed, absolutely crazy. You, you, you cannot be pro nation state and be a free marketeer. I don't. think You can. Uh, no. You, you know, uh, and so so there's. I mean, Trump's Trump's victory. I mean, you're right in a, in a way that the economics was a crucial thing, and uh, I think it was Michael Moore, uh, who, um, for all his faults, actually noticed this. That, mm. that you know, when Trump went to uh, Michigan and addressed Ford workers, yeah, and said, you know, and told Ford's bosses, "You build a plant in Mexico, I will whack taxes on it like yeah. you have never fucking seen." Yeah, and that one Michigan. It would. It but, won Michigan for Trump, and that's that's a protectionist left wing. It policy. is. It is, and, and protectionism, sensible protectionism, targeted protectionism, <laughs> was something I've argued for about yeah. well for years. When five years ago, when we had the awful May government, and we, they didn't know what they were doing with Brexit, uh, Patrick Flynn and I did a, a load of interviews, and Pat, Paddy was in the European Parliament at the time, and they were talking about no deal, and I said, I don't want a deal. We we at the time. European Union was our most problematic trading partner. We had colossal deficits with them, and a little bit more trade friction and the opportunity to build a bit more here was exactly yeah, actually what sure. I was looking for. Um, so, uh, so uh, ju just to come back to the point, you have 
this this uh, abhorrence of of what liberalism has done, mm. uh, and that abhorrence is sort of the thing we haven't really mentioned much in detail. Family. Is well, there's a f okay. We are faith, flag, and family. It mm. is faith, flag, and family. It's mm. what Blue Labour's been arguing. It's what it's what uh, Fidesz would, would argue. It's it's it all the things which Karl Marx said were. Uh, were false consciousness. <laughs> they actually are consciousness. They're, they're culture. They're, they're, they're culture. culture. They're, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. It's, it's, it's vitally important, which is why I just resist a little the notion that it all flows from economics. And I, I think economics unquestionably is in there and it's important, but it, it's all part of the same thing. Uh, and so you have it across Europe mm. uh, and you have an, an elite which resists it at every turn mm. and which persecutes those countries, whether it be Poland or Hungary, yes. or which, which go against the grain that they like, whether it's the United Nations, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, they will attack any... They will. And, but, and, um, but that's the same as cultural discourse, Rod, because I've, you know, I've, we've always been... All we've done on the family, for instance, is, is, is notice the quantitative uh, uh, social science on the impact of family breakdown, disintegration to society, to kids, to parents, to communities, everything. It's all there, and to mention it, even no, moderately, no, they go mad. You're People absolutely right. There are questions which simply cannot be asked. Mm. Uh, and if you do ask them, you, it's immediately assumed that you're antediluvian and so on. Yeah. Unquestionably, reform of the divorce laws, mm. um, uh, uh, end of the 60s. Okay, uh, I understand why the divorce laws were were uh, uh, reformed and I understand as well that it enabled many women to get out of abusive relationships mm. I get that mm. what it also did was uh, at first it, it liberated the middle and upper classes because the poor couldn't afford to get divorced but then the poor did get divorced and it absolutely on a scale greater on a massive yeah. scale and it wrecked them and that's it, when you get hypocrisy yeah, yeah but, but hang on yeah. it wrecked them it yeah. wrecked them economically and it wrecked them emotionally mm. You know, and that's why I stood outside Middlesbrough Job Centre. Uh, this was well, you're looking, about looking for a job. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably will be yeah. soon. Uh, outside Borough Job Centre, and, and asked everyone who came in and out uh, about their marital status and their family status. A hundred percent were from broken families. A hundred percent, and a good eighty percent had formed their own. <laughs> broken relationships mm. uh, as well and, and it had ruined them you know mm. they couldn't move to get work because they needed to be near their kids the women were tied to the home mm. uh, the, the, there was not enough money to go around it absolutely wrecked them and loads of other stuff I don't object to the move uh, to the to the Equal Pay Act and the, the sudden mass migration of women into employment in the, in the, in the mid 70s great, fine but what it also did, um, uh, as an unforeseen consequence, mm. was it led to double-income families and no-income families. Yeah, so it polarised. It polarised, yeah, 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 and yeah. it widened the divide between rich and poor. Mm. It also, it, it, it's not inconceivable that it's one of the reasons we have an obesity crisis, mm. in that you have two parents going out to work. Mm. No, time. So, no time. No time, so they're all very time poor. Yeah. And these, these things which were... which which have become articles of faith for liberals. You cannot say anything. If you do your sex, But the data is... But the data's The data's on our side. The data's on our side, And the crime that we commit is noticing and 
I mean, the quickest route uh, to, to poverty is single parenthood. That, well, that, and, and single parenthood. You see, we are now we are now told that we mustn't stigmatise single mothers. You're not. You're noticing. Well, we're not. We're noticing. Yeah, Data. quite. Yeah. Um, and but actually, as it happens, mm. stigma is quite a useful form of social control. Yeah, uh, it, it does. Yeah, the, that's the abolition. That's Chris Lash, isn't it? The abolition of uh, of, of guilt. You know, yes, it's like the welfare right. system, which that's we right. would we would go for an old-fashioned contributory uh, yeah. contributory situation. You put in, you get out, but you can't mention that. What again? But, but, but uh, just just to stick to the to the point on on the family and on mm. single parents, we know that. The offspring of single parents, even when weighted for economic uh, mm. factors, mm. so when economics doesn't matter, that the offspring have poorer mental health, poorer attendance at school, poorer achievement at school, greater propensity to take drugs, greater propensity to commit crime, less of a chance to get well-paid employment, and they have worse lives. Mm. We know all that, true. Yeah. but we can't mention it. Because well, we to do that, but, but, but yeah. hang on, the liberals will, will tell yeah. us we can't mention that. Mm. And it, it, it even goes, there was another story around about a year, a year or two ago, two years ago, which caused great furor, uh, particularly on the BBC, which was about the children of, um, uh, the, the mothers who had had their children taken away from them in the 60s. Mm. Uh, when they were 16 years old, mm. uh, and the children were taken. And it, it, it was portrayed as this was an appalling offence against women, mm. um, and that it was persecuting. But what it did was it gave those children a chance. And we don't think about the children anymore. We just think in terms of this is anti anti-women, this is but sexist. It's, the, the problem with this whole attitude and banning... Uh, noticing of facts is that it makes terrible public policy yeah so you might yeah. want you might want a policy like ours which is full sharing of tax benefits to support the married family and, and yes. two parents bring up you kids. support the people who do and the right thing yeah and, and then you know you might get it's not going to happen overnight but that might actually help i want to finish on on another thing that you're not meant to to, to notice and that people liberals in particular get very annoyed if you do which is that it's it's a very foolish thing to have an open border uh, and yet, uh, people, go, you know, populations all over the West, particularly, are noticing that, uh, you know, it's apart from we're not here, asking. Apart from here, it's remarkable. Uh, at the next election, I think immigration is going to be third or fourth biggest issue. Uh, it could be second, uh, but it's certainly going to be up there. Mm. You know, uh, and um, what do the people have to vote for? They have, on the one hand. Um, a government which pledged to reduce immigration to 250,000 and it's risen every fucking year since. Of course, of course. Uh, and the latest was yeah. 740,000, yeah. yeah. which I don't know why the Greens don't talk about this. It's just unsustainable, mm. that level. Uh, and the, 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 the alternative they have to choose from is the Labour Party. Which, which the Greens, <laughs> I can help you there, the Greens don't talk about it because the Greens oh, like, I know why like they shelter, don't. like shelter, no, shelter, don't. shelter don't talk about immigration in relation to housing because no. they, they're trying to hold two incompatible positions. No, it, but the, but, but that's, that's true of liberalism. It's like, a, yeah. it's like a, as I, I once called it, a, a, a pink mohair jumper uh, knitted by an imbecile where you pull on one thread and the whole thing comes to pieces. Yeah. And I, I think it is, yeah. uh, because so much of, of its, of its programme is self-contradictory. 
uh, unsupported by facts and uh, because of its of its uh, and unsupported by the population unsupported That's by the population yeah. but also but also you know its love for identitarian politics means that it is it contradicts itself at every possible occasion you know it, it cannot square the circle about giving women equality and allowing men to be called women when mm. they're not women <laughs> you know it cannot did do you that. see there was, a, there was an italian uh, uh, sex-based rights campaigner interviewed recently and she talks about the best cyclist the best female cyclist in the united states a man yeah the best yeah. she goes through the whole list yeah, that's, men right. Have that's, right. Every that's right that's right and and, yeah. and reality sometimes intrudes and it has done you know when a when a sort of vapid uh, yes man politician such as Sebastian Coe yeah. suddenly realises hey hang on a minute we won't have any women's but sports but that's a reckoning no but that's a reckoning you see I think on th something like on, on borders on open borders the, 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 the stupidity there aren't if you go around the whole of the West there aren't at this present time New Zealand has a secure border Australia has a therefore they, they, Australia has high immigration but it's selective and they decide yeah. it's yeah. Howard's old thing we will decide who comes here and under what circumstances that's what the people want and I always argue we're not asking for very much but actually to go on like we are I, and it sounds very dramatic but you won't have a West if you go no, on like no, you this won't, you, won't. You, you just will not have a it's West it's the Douglas Murray approach yeah yes, and you're not, right. you're not yeah. you, we're not asking for but there is a reckoning on this I think definitely I mean on the economics uh, again it's a bit boring but uh, there's a, a very good study by uh, Jan van der Beek and a few others at Amsterdam University e Economics Department who put a piece on, and they were talking about the cost of unsolicited arrivals through the lifetime of their, you know, uh, being here in, in in the West. It was in Holland, and they were talking about literally over half a million euros yeah. per person, and to go on to well, well, that's, that's, that's to imagine the other thing which which we which we're not allowed to talk about, which is there are. Um, there are people coming in who are useful to the country and people who are coming in who are not useful to the country. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, and yeah. we're not allowed to say that. You know, and but if you do say, you're, t you're told you're racist, well, you could, which is an absurdity. No, but some, some of the most... On the data, on Van der Beek's data, some of the very best uh, contributors are East Asians. Yeah, I so, know. You know, I know, you're, I know not, you're not allowed to... No, but, but it's still racist. It's well, still racist to say, I would prefer... Uh, a Chinese bloke to come into a Somalian, mm. and yet, if you look at the statistics, yes, obviously, yeah, yeah. no, a, sta a well-managed state might want to to, yeah. to have yeah. uh, selective migration in its own interests. Yeah, yeah, surely it might. Um, so we have to prepare for government then. Well, we're going to prepare. Yeah, and it's, it's, uh, there's no alternative. There's really, no alternative. But keep yeah. on cracking on, and we'll do our best. And um, and I'm glad, Rudolph. Or you has will wake up. I'm glad One morning, <laughs> and David Lammy will be your foreign secretary. That's the warning. That's, That's the warning. warning. Yeah. yeah. I'm, gl uh, I'm glad. Or worse, David Cameron. Yeah. I'm glad Rudolph has uh, has, has managed to stay. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> well, gone. Listen. Thank you very much. We'll do it again. See you soon. Take care. Yeah.